Hello and welcome to the For the Win podcast. I'm Ted Berg. I've got a very exciting guest right now, uh, a former, longtime former NBA player and now coach in the new big three, Charles Oakley. Uh, Oak, thanks so much for doing this. No problem. Thanks uh, for having me. It's really exciting for me as someone who grew up a Knicks fan in the 90s. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited for this, but I want to talk about the big three a little bit. Uh, I guess to start with uh, what experience do you have, if any, with, with three-on-three basketball? Well, uh, well, I guess growing up back in the days, um, once you get to the league, in college you really play five-on-five all the time. But once you get to the league, you know, after practice, um, they break it down three-on-three. The guys are going to play a lot. But uh, I got experience, but uh, it's, it's just going to be a different type of game. Um, we was out in Vegas two or three weeks ago. Uh, the guys tried out, but we had some of the veterans guys play three on three, and it's, it was very excited how that he was playing hard, and you know, you just got to know who you playing. Pick and roll gonna be a lot of pick and roll, uh, a lot of shooters, so it's gonna be, you know, exciting for the fans. But so basically, you gonna know every guy on the court, so that's good. How do you coach? How do you prepare to coach in a in a league that has never existed before? Well, basically, you know, just so people, um, you understand basketball and you know who you're on your team, your point, your two, your – basically, everybody got a score. Everybody got a guy who can pick and roll. Everybody got a guy who's going to play the three basic defense rebound. But sometimes when we draft it, we try to draft one favorite position in the backup. Big man, I got a stretch for and Brian Cook. But uh, basically, just score on you, who your matchup is. Uh, some nights you might have to play the stretch for some guy – Reggie Evans, you know, guy who on defense, rebound, bring energy. But hey, it is what it is, and uh, I can't wait to join 25th, and uh, we ready to go. Your team, the Killer Threes, has a has a really good looking roster. One, my colleague uh, Adi Joseph ranked as the the best in the Big Three. Uh, how do you feel like you match up against against some of the competition? Well, like I say, uh, we've seen most of the guys who's going to be there, and uh, basically all of them, ninety five percent of them is pros, and, and I think. From this league to next year, you'll probably see three or four of these guys back into the league because you can, they got some talent, and people are going to see that, and people are like, wow, why this guy down in the league? You watch the playoff now, it's just some, it's kind of embarrassing. You know, on the night, Houston only plays seven guys. How can you play on I mean, you got to have somebody on the bench. I mean, you play all year, you won a 57 game, and now you're going to squeeze to the seven, maybe the eight, not seven. But mm-hmm. hey, you'll see for your, it's eye test, and like I say, it's going to be great to have all the ex legend, George Gervin. Um, Rick Barry and um, you know a lot of guys coaching Clyde, uh, Rick Mahorn. So at least you can know who out there who coaching, and you can look at their they coaching strategy for well, when he played. It was he was this smarter guy, this and that. So it'll work out real well, I think. Now you're you're a bit younger than some of the coaches you just me- mentioned. Is there any chance you you get in a game this year? It's a, it's a, it's a hundred percent chance. All right, uh, it, it might be the first game. Nice. I'm, I'm 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 ready for it. Um, you're so, ready. So, so you're in playing shape still. Oh no doubt. It's half court too. Uh, easy. <laughs> uh, basically, basically, I be checking a bigger guy. You know, ain't too many big guys to put the ball on the floor. So I know my strength and weakness. So if I don't match up good, I you know somebody else will play. But the focus not on me, but it's on you know Ice Cube. Ice Cube and Jeff doing a great job. Come with give guys a chance of you know keep it seeing what they're doing in life and. So you guys still got some talent. And, and um, you know, hey, the big three going to be a big thing, I think, because I think it would be better than the D-League because you know everybody. D-League, you don't know the guys. Mm-hmm. Is that exciting for me? When was the last time you've you've played in, in any sort of competitive fashion? 
Uh, I mean, I play. I, mean, I work with my nephew now. I was in Toronto mm-hmm. um, about a month ago. We played. Matter of fact, it was like first team to thirty. I just played three games, full court. Okay. So yeah. we wouldn't. We wouldn't. We wasn't walking up the court. This that was full court. This is half court. I'm saying, and I wasn't sore, wasn't tired. So it was a blessing for me to see what my body could take, what could take in my age. So it, it felt good, and people said it looked good. But I'm like I said, I just played to myself a week. I'm not trying to come and be a score. I'm just gonna be a team player, set pick, rebound, and you know I might take a jump in. Yeah. Is there anyone in the league you're excited to match up against? Um, not not really. Um. You know, I had my years in the league, so maybe some guys, younger guys who haven't played the league that long and get a chance to play this and show their talent. And like I said, maybe the following year you might see two or three of these guys back into the league. But I think that they're going to be good on June 25th, I think, at the, at the Barker Center. Um, tickets are selling. Um, it's, it's a reasonable you know, price for tickets. You can bring three or four kids. It's probably won't spend $200. I don't think you can go to the NBA game plus the uh, Three or four kids try to spend five hundred, six hundred dollars. So uh, it's a bargain, but you'll get some from it. You mentioned the NBA game and and some of these guys getting back in the league. I wanted to ask you a little bit uh, if it's okay, just about about the Knicks because it seems like they've got a, an interesting off season coming up. Uh, do you uh, think? Ha, what do you think about the direction of the team? What, I know I know one direction is a group, but I don't know what direction they is. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know what they're looking for. I mean, last year they went and got three new guys and they didn't get better. So I don't, you know, like a car. Sometimes you you try to fix it yourself and can't fix it. You got to put it in the shop. So hopefully they can get back on track. But what's going on in New York? I don't I don't get it. It's been going on for a while. Um, you know, just you got to find players who want to play basketball. And some people scared of New York. And but it's just I don't know why New York has been bad so long. Do you think Phil Jackson is is the right guy to turn the team around? Well, it ain't. No matter who you you can get, uh, Walt Frazier, Willie Reed, whoever you come back in there. It ain't Phil Jackson. All the, I, I don't give him the whole blame, but I give him some of the blame. Um, you know, like sometimes you get a job, you sign up for a job, and you get another job. That's what happened to Phil Jackson. He should have been the coach, not the president. And now uh, he got to be more strategized. You know, on set on the bench, but upstairs. Players, you don't know players. Some old players, you know, like Jane, Jane Harley last night. I mean, you, you, you never expect him to lay an egg, and he laid an egg in overtime in game five, and then later, and then he had some more eggs. Like so, he might have a farm somewhere raising chickens. He got a lot of <laughs> eggs, but uh, I don't know. You, you don't know who to trust these days unless you can. Uh, I mean, unless you get somebody, you let them tell. Okay, you can turn the ball over six, seven times. You give me twenty-five points. That's what type of value these guys are these days. They can get you 25 points, but they're going to turn the ball over six, seven times. So you still ain't going to win. You're not going to beat nobody turning the ball over six, seven times a game. I don't care how many points you score. Uh, do you think Do you think it's time for Carmelo Anthony to, to waive the no-trade clause and, and maybe find a, a better place, a better fit for him? Well, I don't know what's going on with that situation, but right now Melo want to win, and right there that team ain't – the 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 meat on that team is going down, not up. And you know you brought some pieces in the last. Year. Rose played good. Joe Kenoa got hurt. Uh, Lee was pretty good, but you gotta have some kind of chemistry. The chemistry's bad, and they missing leadership. So you ain't you know got that. But a guy with a high IQ, and you know emphasized every night like a LeBron James and you know, Portland. So I mean, um, Golden State just got three great players, and 
you know, um, two of the guys' dad played in the league, and they got a good, you know, feel for what they want to do. And, you know, um, it just seems like it's hard for teams to build teams now. Uh, some teams who've got some talent, but, you know, like Washington, they got talent. I mean, uh, I mean, who out west? I mean, you thought Houston had a lot of talent, but when you only play seven guys, so you don't have a lot of talent. You don't have a lot of trust in what you have on your team. So it, it's going to be hard. It's hard to add pieces. The piece you get that, you know, he played well somewhere else, but most of the time you add pieces these days don't play well unless it's just a Durant, a, a KD, mm-hmm. a LeBron, or somewhere else go to another team. So it's, it's I mean, fan, I feel sorry for the fans who really think they're watching good basketball. It's just, you know, you need to go get the eyes checked. <laughs> uh, no, I hear that. And and you mentioned the, the lack of leadership. Uh, a guy a lot of New Yorkers are really excited for, Porzingis, uh, at the end of the season, sort of ended on a sour note, missing an exit interview. I don't know a lot about uh, that process, the exit interviews, how that goes, or or how much of a necessary thing that is. But if if you're a veteran on the on that team, do you do you stand for something like that? Uh, no, the Knicks should stand for that. You guys, only two years in the league. You know, you haven't been all star. I mean, what you. Well, you got attitude. Um, you have attitude on the court when you're playing against some other guys. Instead of checking their hand, being their friends, um, he's young, overseas guy. I mean, it's so much bad stuff going on. I guess he got called in the mix, and you know they can't blame him. But most young guys would never do that. But I, I guess he feels like he got the upper hand. So people only do what you let them get away with. So I guess when you're so bad in one area, it's hard to complain to somebody about something he's doing wrong. Do you worry about a guy like that in New York who who does seem to attract the spotlight, uh, you know, playing with how much attention he's going to get, and and for a team that uh, you know, frankly, has has its share of controversies? Well, the Knicks got to worry about is he going to leave? It ain't no sure thing. He's going to sign, resign with the Knicks. I mean, I don't. If you do something like that, he talked all year in the paper about the team and the management. He's not happy. Mm-hmm. He, he's not happy. And this is a second year in the league. Not happy. European guy. Uh, they gave booed him at the draft. He played good. You know, it's better his rookie year than his second year. Uh, I know he, he gets bumps and bruises, and you know, so he got to worry about staying healthy for eighty seventy five games out of eighty two. Um, you know, people gonna be looking at him. I mean, you gonna be a leader? Can you handle that? You're a young guy. You it's a different breed. And they ain't saying the league just got super superstars, but the leader got it. Leaders don't do nothing like that. A leader got to show guys that he early, he got your back on the court, you know, with you. Um, just, you know, just got to be all out. Almost like, not even saying you got to babysit a person, but what you do, people look at, you can't do something and then wrong, then tell somebody else something. That's not a leader. I mean, maybe a few guys can get away with that, you know, your super superstars, but a guy who's trying to be a leader, you got to be leading by on time this and that, there for your teammates. Uh, so he got to work on trying to, you know, I don't know if he know how to lead. So that's, you got to find that out too. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans proudly supports the For the Win podcast. When it comes to the big decision of choosing a mortgage lender, it's important to work with someone you can trust who has your best interests in mind. And with Rocket Mortgage, you'll get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence to make an informed decision. Don't waste time searching through stacks of paperwork. With Rocket Mortgage, you can securely share your financial info to get a mortgage approval in minutes. 
You can even adjust the rate and length of your loan in real time to make sure you get the mortgage solution that's right for you. Whether you're looking to buy a home or refinance your existing mortgage, you can lift the burden of getting a home loan with Rocket Mortgage. Skip the bank, skip the waiting, and go completely online at quickenloans.com FTW. That's quickenloans.com FTW. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states. NMLS, consumeraccess.org, number 3030. Uh, before we, I want to switch gears a little bit, but, uh, before we go on, obviously, you know, it's probably something that's, uh, you're hoping to put in the past, but there is a, the, you know, the ugly incident at Madison Square Garden, uh, the, at late this season. Were you surprised? Were you, were you pleased by how much support you got from Nick fans after that? Because I know like literally every single person I spoke to about that was like, I can't believe, well, you know, like, I can't believe they would put Oakley in that situation. Like a guy well, that fans like so much. Well, that showed you a lot of love, and they appreciated me as my work on the court, off the court, and being a person. And they respect me, you know, what I did for my whole career, and I was consistent, uh, wasn't a fake guy, just did what I had to do every night, um, no bull, no bull jiving around. Mm-hmm. And I, and when you do stuff right, like I said, people, you know, like I said, you never know who watching here and there, whatever you're doing, try to do the best, be respectful. And that was my attitude. I played hard. I left it on the court. I mean, I wasn't talented some of the guys, but I came to play every night. And that's what people, you know, they like for you to do. You do your job, and they see effort. They like that. But it was just a lot of warm love from the NBA guys in the league today, some ex-players, just fans. You know, it just hurt to see that my mother really hurt behind that. You know, she's been really stressed out and, you know, family because they know I'm not that type of guy they're trying to plant me at mm-hmm. and um, um, I don't think the commission took a good approach for this uh, I think he should have been fine or suspended uh, you know big like a month uh, 10 games or you know they he fined the owner of Houston Rockets $100,000 walk up to the officials mm-hmm. so I don't know but um, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm like full steam ahead. I got another court day on the 30th of this month. Um, it wasn't dropped. The meeting we went to before All-Star break, it was like everybody was like, okay, we're going to put our helping hemp hand in. But all they did was they, they put the hand in, but they ain't do nothing about this, the issue, what was going on. So I'm still fighting it. Uh, three charges. And um, I, mean, I like my team. And I like myself. And I know I didn't do nothing wrong. And uh, we gonna fight it. I mean, it certainly seems like the the video makes makes uh, makes it look like you're not in the wrong, at least for, from what I've seen. So, well, you know, well, I'm they trying to say I hollered at this guy. I mean, really, gang started eight. I got that eight oh two. How can I come into a game hollering at somebody? Mm-hmm. It's just embarrassing for a grown man to say that about someone you know you never met before. Just want you know, he tried to run me over too. I was making statements about me, you know. Uh, I got anger man problem. I'm a, I drink. I got you know I'm an alcoholic and just went on and on and just. I mean, what you want me to do? I'm a, I'm a man too, and you know I know you got a lot of money, but it ain't about money. It's just not about how much money you got. It's just what he did. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people got money. I mean, you know, you know you can't be an asshole with money. Mm-hmm. I mean, the statement what he did and all that. They made a statement before the game was over. I mean. They was plotting this out. They tried to run me over with an 18-wheeler. I just got away in time. 
Yeah, I mean, I would say you've certainly in the port of, in the court of public opinion, at the very least. Obviously, I can't speak to the legal aspects, but uh, it seems seems like you you've already won that case. Well, they 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 going forward with it, so I I don't have no choice. I mean, it's, like I said, three more charges. You got a what assault, harassment, trespass. I mean, it's just I mean, really, trespass. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's funny. It, I mean, you, you know. You wonder why everything else is going wrong. I mean, you, you look at what happened with this, you see why everything else is going wrong. You know, they don't get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a dysfunctional organization, to say the least, and, and one that has, mm-hmm. has frustrated me for a very long time. But uh, yeah. something, uh, just a, uh, something else in the league uh, that you mentioned earlier about attitude on the court, and there's something that came up. Uh, I guess about a week ago now in a playoff game uh, with the Cavs and and LeBron James taking a a three-pointer and he's lining it up and he sort of like spins the ball on his hand like he's just, you know, warming up for a free throw or whatever. Uh, Did did you see that play by any chance? No, I didn't see it. Um, I mean, did he make the shot? Oh, yeah, he made the shot. I mean, this man been unbelievable. I mean, he's one of, like I say, a lot of people don't like him. I don't know why. The man's professional. He just do things right. He guys better. He help people. Help. I mean, help kids. Help everybody. I don't know what it. I mean, it can't be the more Superman than him. You know, <laughs> give it all his heart every time he play. Uh, but uh, you know, I think he's a smart guy. He he do things his way, and I respect that. He don't let people. You know, people talk about this, force him just change his thought or mind of things, and he stay with his focus, what he want to do, and. That's one thing I love about him. Yeah, and he has been, you know, I think an awesome player and an, and an awesome public figure in general. You know, a guy, like you said, right, who, right. who I think is a, uh, you know, inspires a lot of people and, and handles himself so well in the public eye. But uh, just on this one play specifically, I was, I was thinking about, as an NBA defender, if you see a guy sort of like spinning the ball on his hand before he takes the shot, uh, do you let him take that shot? Well, I don't know what happened, so, but, I mean, the guy was spinning the ball in the head, that's up to the guy, but I don't know how he had time to do all that. I mean, he must have been a bad defender on him. That's all I can say. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, and then uh, the last thing, and, and, and then I'll let you go, but uh, another, you know, big story in the NBA lately, or I guess not even in the NBA, but uh, Lonzo Ball, who's one of the, you know, the top draft prospects for the upcoming draft, uh, right. is, you know, un- undoubtedly a great player, uh, but he comes along with his father, LeVar Ball, who has made just a series of absurd statements, uh, among other things, right. saying claiming he could beat Jordan in one-on-one, uh, right. you know, charging $500 for the sneakers. Do you worry about, do you worry for, for Alonzo's sake, for the kid's sake, uh, that that the father really might affect his draft stock or the or the way he's perceived? Well, he's still going to get drafted top five. Um, and, you know, it's about talent. It's about, he thinks he's a good kid. He played for himself. He made guys better. I mean, that's his dad. I mean, he's been pumping him. So, hey, it's a family thing. You know, sometimes you don't get called in other people's family. You got to do what you got to do with your family. So, he thinks it's good for his family. Hey, you, you, you got to try what you believe in. So, they believe in what they're doing. And, hey, you know, a lot of people say, well, he over the top. He making – I mean, families – when you got kids and you grow up with them and you put so much money into them, this and that, people don't see the the work you put in with the kids. You don't know what they got or what they and sit down and talk about. So, 
I'm not gonna meddle in their business. I wish them all the luck, and I hope they make all the money they can. And everybody else making money. Don't criticize somebody and let's do it. Wait till it, you know, don't work out. And say, okay, well, give him hope. I'm gonna give him hope. I hope he can get all the, everybody else charge money. You know, Gucci, Versace, Prada. That stuff ain't cheap. <laughs> so they had to start somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if he if he gets people to pay five hundred dollars for sneakers, then I'd say he's probably I mean, winning. Right, get some shoes out. I mean, so I ain't. my thing is, I let them do the work. I mean, I guess they did all the due diligence for what they had to do, or how they want to market, and how they want to, you know, put themselves out there. So if you want to start at five, six, whatever, I mean, that's what they a starting point. And just like at, a, at auction, they they put something for bid. They said we're up ten thousand, so we'll start at five. So <laughs> it is what it is. So, uh, big the big three season starts June twenty fifth at Barclays Center. June twenty Bro- Barclays Center in Brooklyn. Uh, are you saying? I, I know we'll see you courtside at the very least. Are you saying we're going to see you on the court that day? It's a chance to see me on the court. I'm, I'm will be on the court, but will I be in uniform or will I be in a suit? But I'm I might be like Superman. I might switch <laughs> at halftime. You never know. Charles Oakley, thank you so much. No problem. Thanks.